it's cool to see philip rivers finally doing what you're doing yeah uh, he takes after me actually nebraska lost horribly this last week so you know football's back like at the end of the day football is a game like it is still meant to be fun hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the expansion buddies podcast Episode 62 already. We are uh, just pumping them out for you guys. We're so happy to be doing it. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Justin Wright. How's it going, Justin? Um, I've been better. Just had a tough game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it happens sometimes. That it does. That it does. Uh, but besides that, how's it going? Besides uh, the whole coaching thing, how, how have you been? Uh, it's been a rough few weeks. Yeah. Oh, a lot going on. Just a slog right now. Yeah, we don't need to delve any further. All right. All right. Well, uh, hopefully it gets better for you. Uh, unfortunately, we're not going to be talking about super happy, thrilling stuff on this episode of the Expansion Buddies podcast. You know, we had a plan to talk about several things going on in the National Football League right now. But uh, the whirlwind of news that went down on Monday night during Monday Night Football about John Gruden. Uh, I kind of feel like that's the only thing that needs to be addressed here in this one. Yeah, it's it's a pretty important piece of news for a very high-profile coach. Um, yeah, do you want to kind of give a summary of what happened? Or yeah, I'll, I'll give the best summary I can, and then maybe you can fill in as uh, as you see fit. Uh, this Let's preface this with saying last week on the show, we talked about some drama surrounding a coach, Urban Meyer, down in Jacksonville. That is going to hail in comparison compared to what we're going to talk about tonight because what Urban Meyer did was dumb and, you know, whatever. But this is a whole new level of bad. And, uh, yeah, so on I believe it was Friday night last week, some news broke that uh, John Gruden had said uh, off-color comment in a 2011 email to uh, – do you remember who the email was to? Um, I believe it was to, let me, let me just look it up so we don't get it wrong. Yeah. So anyway, in a work email though, uh, he, he said an off color comment, uh, that was deemed uh, as racial, um, in nature. And that's, uh, the first we heard about it, it kind of thought, okay, well, it's obviously not great. Um, but nothing for the guy to lose his job over. Um, and then an investigation was launched into uh, further emails that John Gruden had sent in that same time frame. And like I said earlier, during Monday Night Football this week, the game between the Colts and the Ravens, uh, the news, the full transcripts of what was said in those emails uh, between John Gruden and pending Justin's results here of who he finds. Mm-hmm. Um, the full transcripts came out and it was a little more than off color stuff. Uh, it, we will not repeat obviously on the show here, what was said by John Gruden in these emails. I'm sure if you want to know badly enough, it's all out there. Now you can find it. Um, but he said some horribly homophobic things, some horribly misogynistic things. And uh, it, it all resulted in him announcing his resignation on Monday night from being the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. And that is where we stand currently. And uh, 
it's it's a lot to it, it was just you know it, it is hit last night or on monday night uh and it was just a lot to take in it was like wow like this is not some joe blow coach this is john gruden you know mm-hmm. one of the higher profile coaches in this league that this stuff has come out about and uh i kind of rambled on about this for a little bit i'm going to turn it over to you with your thoughts yeah. here your initial thoughts so, um the emails came out because of an investigation of the Washington football team, who, as we've known for a long time, has been an unprofessional, unsafe workplace. Um, See the myriad of scandals they've had, including pimping out cheerleaders, uh, not getting their players the correct medical things that they need, um, which has been starting to turn around. I think Ron Rivera has really helped with that culture. Uh, But I digress. The team was getting investigated by the NFL and Roger Goodell. And while he was not on the coaching staff, John Gruden, um, according to ESPN was emailing Bruce Allen, who was at the time, uh, the president of the Washington football team, then the Redskins, um, during the time period that they are investigating. And so Gruden, um, the initial email that came out was about DeMar, Demaris Demaris Smith, um, who was the executive director of the NFL Players Association, um, uh, referring to him as you know a racist slur that Gruden at at first uh, kind of denied, saying like, "Well, that's he referred to uh, Demaris Smith's lips as Michelin sized." Um. And he, Gruden said that that was just, oh, I call people rubber lips if they're lying. And that's what that meant. And then more continued to come out. Um, as Jared said, using homophobic terms uh, when, uh, in, re- in reference to Roger Goodell, in reference to when uh, the St. Louis Rams drafted uh, Michelle Sam or Michael Sam, excuse me who was openly gay. Um, and as more emails came out, um, you know, it, it was clear that Gruden used this language, language frequently. Now, what we don't know, and one thing is we can, we know people grow and people change. Obviously, this was a habit of Gruden. And he does come from an era where this is a common language. Um, I'm not by any means defending what he did or justifying it, but I will say it is possible that he has started to change. Because if if we remember, the Raiders and John Gruden have spoke out in in support of um, the name just slipped off my head, like Carl Nassib. Yeah, Carl Nassib, the openly gay player on the Raiders. Yep. So there is a potential that Gruden has met him and maybe, you know, just meeting that one person, making that connection, he has changed. I think Gruden was absolutely right to step down Um, and should be very ashamed of what he said. That's – this is kind of tough. Uh, as as obviously many of you know, John Gruden led the Bucks to their first Super Bowl victory back in 03, uh, and he was a coach that I highly respected. Uh, before this, uh, yeah. sorry, go ahead. 
I was just gonna say, yeah, I, uh, I agree with you. Is I mean, surprising in a way that, uh, yeah, all this stuff came out about a guy like John Gruden and anyone who watches football knows that John Gruden has never been a guy that's that shied away from saying what's on his mind. Uh, and that's okay to a point. And then it definitely crosses a line. Um, and let's not forget that at the time of all of this, uh, he was actually not employed by the NFL. He was employed by ESPN. Correct. He was one of their Monday night football announcers. And so ESPN, uh, you know, has actually not really addressed that a whole lot, that he actually was an employee of theirs at the time. It'll be interesting to see what comes out about all of that. But uh, yeah, I agree with you. Him stepping down from being the Raiders head coach was absolutely the right thing to do, um, both from an ethical standpoint and from a purely football standpoint, if that's how you choose to look at it too. Uh, He would have been a distraction in the highest order for not only the Raiders, but for the entire NFL. And what was said in those emails, I don't, I'm, I think a lot of uh, people, regular people like you or me would lose their jobs, you know, mm-hmm. if that came out. So he shouldn't get to keep his because he's an, uh, he's an NFL head coach. And yeah, it was just, uh, it needed to happen. It needed to happen. Uh, that he was no longer the coach there, whether it came from resignation or a, a termination of his contract. But yeah, it's uh, it's just crazy right now. We're still kind of trying to wrap our minds around yeah around this. Um, I watched a little bit about what Pat McAfee said on it because I think especially players, ex-players are really kind of taken aback by this. Obviously... You can't speak for all of them that they don't that players don't use this kind of this kind of talk but you know I'm sure a lot of them don't some of them do Yeah I mean I don't know um, that's not an excuse No I, I I'm I'm sorry I lost my train of thought there No you're good Um <sighs> but I think Pat McAfee said it really well that he's met you know people that this kind of language, you know, hurts their mental health, you know, that this kind of bull or bullying, uh, against these groups, you know, uh, African-Americans, uh, the LGBT community and, and women who John Gruden all targeted in these with his speech, you know, all of them have experienced harassment, bullying, which has led them to, you know, potentially suicidal thoughts. And I think Pat McAfee said it really well, like you can learn and grow, but um, you don't want to be using the language that might result in someone thinking suicide is the correct answer. Um, and I think that's a really well put point that, you know, as a reason just not to use this language. And it, I'm sorry if I'm stumbling over my words and not making a good point. It, it's, you know, it's, it's shocking. It's jarring to, you know, hear this kind of thing. Yeah. And then going out, you kind of addressed, you know, what he did for uh, the Buccaneers back in the day. And I don't know if you've seen the news yet either. It just came out Tuesday that Tampa they, Bay is. They removed him from the ring of honor. I did yeah, see that. Yeah. And, and your thoughts on that. Uh, I think it's the right call. Um, at first I was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm a little conflicted about it because you do have players like OJ Simpson, for example, 
uh, whose notoriety needs no underestimating, who is still in his ring of honor yeah. for his team. And I hadn't so, thought of that. That's a good point. There, There is some weird po- – I, I, I struggle with this because the NFL refuses to be equal. They treat things – well, we'll use Antonio Brown, a player for the Buccaneers, uh, a notorious woman respecter. Not really, but – Yeah. You know, who has had his own shadowy past, who is still playing and has – I would say gotten off really lightly all things and, considered. Yes. And then you have people like Adrian Peterson who had domestic abuse issues. All these people continue to play. And so I feel the NFL. Well, and I guess the NFL didn't come down on this, but teams are, you know, drawing, drawing lines that I don't think are equal. I think that, you know, should had Gruden not retired, I think he should have been fired. And I think he probably would have been at least that would have been a decision made by the Raiders, of course. And I feel like they would have fired him. I mean, that would yeah. be a PR disaster if yeah. you didn't fire the guy that said that. But I think there needs to be some more accountability held across the board. Absolutely. Um, I think in some ways the NFL and teams are trying to save face and and appear as though they are PC, you know, to to fit a narrative that the NFL is trying to drive for. And, you know, these emails might expose a lot more. We might see some more team, some more coaches going down. We don't know. Yeah, we don't. And uh, I have heard a lot of people calling uh, for, you know, cause as you pointed out at the beginning of this, that this was all spurred on by the investigation into the Washington football team's work environment. And I've heard a lot of people calling for, uh, you know, saying, hey, if you were able to dig up this stuff on Gruden, it's time for us to see the stuff on Dan Schneider over there in D.C. Yeah. Because I and that would not be shocking to me, whatever comes out in that, if it comes out. Um, But if and I agree, if they were able to dig up all this dirt on John Gruden from 10 years ago, uh, you should be able to find evidence of the systematic abuse of power that Dan Schneider has had over there in Washington. Yeah, And uh, this will really, along with what you were just saying, this will really show if the NFL is committed to uh, making this an even thing across the board here. And like the NFL really didn't come down on Gruden because he stepped down before it really could. But uh, it's really puts the NFL in a, in a limelight here in a, in a spot saying, Hey, you have a chance to do this the right way now. Um, and we'll see what comes of it. Do you think that if Gruden hadn't stepped down, like I said, I think the Raiders would have still fired him, but what do you think the NFL as a league would have done? I I don't know. Uh, I think, you know, they would have fined him. I, and I don't know. I don't know if there is anything the NFL really could have done. It is not illegal to use that kind of language. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, uh, you know, it, it might be considered hate speed. I don't know the NFL's policy. Um, I think but, all they could have done would probably be a fine. I mean, yeah. if unless it got to, I mean, it makes me think of the Donald Sterling situation in the NBA about eight, nine years ago, the owner of the Clippers who was uh, overtly racist and tapes mm-hmm. came out of him saying awful things 
Um, and what that situation was, the other league owners in the NBA all got together, all the other teams, and pushed him out and told the NFL or the NBA, you need to get him out of this league. He's bad for this league. And so they did. And that's how that situation was handled. Um, and, and I don't know if something similar would ever happen in the NFL. Again, that was a situation with a team owner, not a team head coach. Um, but yeah, it, it made me think of that too. So I don't know, but this is where we stand right now. John Gruden is no longer the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. And he was only in what, if correct me if I'm wrong, the third year of his 10 year contract over there in Vegas. Yeah. A huge hundred million dollar contract. Yep. But you know, yeah. I think this is a perfect example of actions have consequences. Yeah. Even if they were actions from a decade ago. And, and like you said, to be completely fair, I'm not defending anything he said in those emails but he might be a changed man here 10 years later, but did he ever uh, pay those consequences up until this point? No. So here we are. Uh, things catch up with you and the dirty laundry always comes out eventually. And that's what we're seeing right now. Yeah. And looking at this from an organizational standpoint, if you're the Raiders, where do you go from here? I mean, they've announced that uh, one of their assistant coaches is going to serve as the interim head coach now, at least for the remainder of the season. But this is a this is a black eye the organization needs to find a way to move on from quickly. Yeah, that's the Raiders are going to be distracted. You know, that's a big hit for the players, especially sure. you know. I think they were, all, they were finally getting their groove together. I think the players were kind of behind them. They had good connections, and they were kind of getting things figured out. Now I think the players are going to be, you know, I feel I think they're going to be all downright betrayed. Yeah. Yeah, especially players like Carl Nassib, who we just mentioned. Yeah. You know, the guy who earlier this year came out as openly gay. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a big – cloud that looms in that locker room at least for the remainder of this season it'll be interesting to see how that team responds because it would make for a really neat story if they responded in a positive way put together a run maybe went to the playoffs and did a little something i mean that would be a cool story but uh these sorts of distractions that weigh this heavy they don't always tend to yield the greatest on field results as far as the team is concerned yeah so I don't know. And to me, this whole situation, it, do you remember, I think it was last year about this time, or maybe a little earlier in the summer, uh, we talked about the situation that went down with the Cincinnati Reds broadcaster, Tom Brenneman, you know, mm. for something he said uh, on a hot mic. And, and uh, you know, he, this is a different situation where it's like that happened immediately <laughs> on air. People heard it in real time. This was 10 years ago. Um, but like you said, actions have consequences. And to my knowledge, Tom Brenneman has not called a sports game professional collegiate or otherwise since that happened. And we may never, probably never will see John Gruden in any sort of coaching gig again. I don't think he will be. Um, in, in air around the NFL anymore. I think this is going to blackball him from the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who, like I said, who would want to, who would want to hire that just, you yeah. know, 
because of the PR nightmare it would be alone, let alone the ethics of it. So I don't know. It was a really ugly situation that blew up in the NFL earlier this week. Uh, We're still, I'm sure as you can hear listeners trying to wrap our minds around all of it, because like I said, this is not some uh, nobody coach. This is John Gruden who's won a Super Bowl, who's uh, got a history of success in this league. Um, It's yeah, it's, 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 it's brutal to watch, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, it is just terrible. Terrible. Yeah, it's it's a hard situation all around. Um, I think the Raiders, they didn't really have to do much, uh, but handle have handled this as best they can. And then I think the Buccaneers doing what they did, speaking out against uh against the things he said. They have handled this the best they can. And now the ball gets turned over to the league. And we're gonna see how they handle uh not only this, but the entire investigation that's going on right now into the Washington football team and to what else they may find in all of that. And like you said, heads might not be done rolling yet. And it's going to be very interesting to see how this all plays out. And the other thing I want to say really quick is uh, I've seen a lot of people quick to blame cancel culture. And this is not, in my opinion, John Gruden being a victim of cancel culture. This is John Gruden uh, paying for, uh, his actions, or in this case, his words. And this is like you said, consequences. So that's the way I look at this. Um, I know not everyone sees it that way, but, and, and just put it this way, these emails were leaked. The NFL has openly said like, Hey, we didn't do this. Um, which means someone, you know, probably saw these like, okay, these should probably be seen, but, Say John Gruden hadn't, hadn't, hadn't resigned, that the Raiders did not let him go, that locker room, that team would not be behind him. Any team he worked for would never be behind him. He used homophobic language, which may not alienate all the players, but he also used racist language. And the NFL has a large African-American you know, player base. That's how it is. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a diverse player base. You have LGBTQ players, you have African-American, you have Asian-American, you have everybody, you know, playing football. And what John Gruden said would alienate everybody. In some form or another, yes. And correct me if I'm wrong, his misogynistic language was, he was referencing the incoming female referees and coaches, right? Into the league, yeah, exactly. So he would be alienating not only... uh, his players with what he said, but some of his peers, fellow coaches um, and referees. I mean, he just, it would not have worked. Like you're, I, you're completely right. It just would not have worked if he stayed. Yeah. That's you. You shouldn't be alienating your players. No, I mean, you shouldn't be, he did a lot of things here that you shouldn't be doing. And yeah, yeah um, absolutely. So here, here we are now, uh, it was 48 hours later after all this breaks out and we're the Raiders are with an interim head coach and John Gruden is probably never going to be employed by the league again or by any network again for television. I would imagine 
And again, like I said earlier, alluded to, I would be very interested to see how ESPN addresses the fact that he was their employee at the time, because to my knowledge, they haven't really addressed that yet. They don't really want to shine the light on that to me, it seems. I, I, I doubt they're going to say or do anything. Probably not knowing ESPN. I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised that this is how they've handled it thus far up to this point, but yet you see all of these talk shows on ESPN uh, on Tuesday morning talking about how it should be handled in the league, how it should be handled with the team, how it should be handled, blah, 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 blah. And they're not talking about how it should be handled internally with them who employed him at the time. It's just baffling to me. So I don't know. But that's where we stand right now. It's been a crazy couple days in the NFL for that alone. Um, And like I said, there was other things I'm sure we could have talked about NFL-wise on this episode that we had planned to talk about NFL-wise on this episode. But this kind of deserved its own own spot for us. So this episode is going to be shorter for everybody out there. Sorry for the bummer content, but – it needed to be addressed. Uh, we felt like it needed to be addressed. Everywhere else is addressing it. So I, I do want to end on a positive note. I want to end on shout out still. We sh- still should do that and give us a little something happy to talk about if you have one. Oh, I hadn't really prepared one, but if you have one, go ahead and get started. I do, I do have one. Uh, I want to shout out San Francisco Giants pitcher Logan Webb. He had never pitched in a playoff game until Friday night. Uh, game one of their NLDS with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Logan Webb went out there, played a masterful game. I watched that entire game. He had that crowd eating out of his palm with every pitch he threw. He was amazing. He went 7.2 innings. He only gave up five hits, zero earned runs, and 10 strikeouts. Got the win. That's an incredible way to start your playoff career as an MLB pitcher. Um, so I was rooting for him the other night. I kind of find myself rooting for the Giants now. And uh, that, that's my shout out this week, Logan Webb. Nice. Um, I'm going to, you guys won't know him except if you're one of my students, but I'm going to shout out my eighth grade players. Tonight was the last game I got to coach with them. Um, I've had some of them since last year. Uh, several of them, it was their first time playing with me this year. Um, and obviously next year they go to high school, so I won't get to coach them anymore. But they had an awesome season. They did a great job, and they exceeded expectations at every step of the way. I love it. I love it. Shout out the entire team. Congratulations, boys. I can tell that your coach is very proud of you. Do you have any call-outs this week? I feel like our whole episode was a call-out. Eh, that's fair. I actually did have another one. Uh, but I don't really want to take away from what we talked about either. It will still be relevant in a week. So, yeah. Yep. Um, you know, the moral of this is, you know, just be, be good, be good people. Yeah. It's not, you know, it costs nothing to be a good person. It's absolutely free. And I know everybody's made mistakes in their past. I think everybody said something that they've later regretted. I know my past, you know, my my past vernacular wasn't always the rosiest. Um, I'm you know, right there I, with you, buddy. I I regret it. Um, and I hope you know you know since that point I've you know changed that I've never said anything hurtful to any any of my friends, my coworkers, my colleagues, students, anything like that. 
Um, you know, bring people up. Don't bring them down. Uh, well said. Well said. And we'll end it on that. Uh, thank you all for listening, for tuning in, wherever you tune in from. Like I said, sorry, it was kind of a downer episode tonight. Uh, but we appreciate you listening nonetheless, whether you listen to us on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, at Can on a String, wherever you find us, we appreciate it. We'll publish for you every Thursday like we have up to this point. And until then, I've been Jared. That's been Justin. And never forget, buddy. Be kind. <laughs>